Um, people on the Carly Rae Jepsen Reddit are mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I... So in in A Star is Born in theaters now... Are you going to spoil something? It's I, it's not really a spoiler because A Star is Born has existed for hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. It's a... It's a story passed down through the centuries. <laughs> when was the first one? I don't really know. But, yeah. The point is, they get married. It's not really that big of a spoiler. But he does it, the way Bradley Cooper does it, mm-hmm. is he proposes to her with a guitar string, like, shaped in the form of a wedding ring, which real Carly Rae Jepsen fans would know. Her hit song, her, her album Kiss, is called Guitar String Wedding Ring. And so I posted on the Carly Rae Jepsen Reddit, mm-hmm about that because it like i gasped in the theater but now people are like spoilers spoilers and i'm like just watch a movie read a book you know (laughs) how do we how do we know again because it's (laughs) every generation has their a star is born and no generation has ever watched a previous a star is born how do we know that this isn't in all of them (laughs) that's probably where she got the name of the song from that's true what if it is? Oh my god, her mind is so amazing. She's so brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to make my Star is Born with Carly Rae Jepsen as the new star being born. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's all I had. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite part about it is it's like a star is born. Lady Gaga. It's like, yeah, it's... That was like a decade ago. (laughs) We already did that. (laughs) I mean, like, Barbra Streisand has always been famous. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. And then the other ones. Judy Garland, I think, was one. Sorry, I don't have as much knowledge about A Star is Born as you do, apparently. Audrey Hepburn? Who was the the other one? There were four. Yeah, literally, like, every... There's, like, six versions of this movie. They make one, like, every, like, 40 years. (laughs) I can't wait for the one with Will I Am and Fergie. <laughs> oh, uh, I think they'd be a little two thousand and late on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would wear it like it's a wedding ring wrapped around my finger. You know what I mean. You make my heart sing. That's how the song goes. <laughs> Download Emotion on iTunes now. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snuffed, a Survivor podcast, David versus Goliath. Uh, joining me is a new alliance uh, that has been formed. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so since our last episode, Lauren and Quinn have decided to gang up on me. <laughs> Physically and uh, in a literal sense as well. Mm-hmm. Morally, emotionally, yeah. spiritually. So, emotionally. Did you say that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, they've, they've, uh, they've been spending, I guess, the afternoon. have sequestered ourselves. <laughs> they've sequestered themselves away. <laughs> Only from Tyler. 
to, to have a full and fair candor with our audience, <laughs> me and Lauren have consumed what some people refer to as alcohol. <laughs> Not everybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> Go cuts. <laughs> Go You were saying? <laughs> I don't remember. And we're together um, now. <laughs> like, all right, like so, geographically. Uh, geographically. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta clarify that. Uh, all right, so. Um, on so this I'm show, Lauren. Uh, we watch Survivor and we talk it. There's Lauren and Quinn. I think we've established who you guys are. <laughs> but we didn't actually do that. You know what I mean? Do you want... Okay, yes. Quinn, would you like to say your name? <laughs> Hello. My name is Quinn. That's and it. we're all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> I, could hit, I could hit him with a, Hi, I'm Mr. Right. <laughs> you should Ooh, sound like literally anyone you ever hit on. Isn't it? Do you not it. use it all the time? Um, It sadly has not succeeded. Because... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what I usually get. Is um not what's the word? Not dissonance, but lack of caring about me. <laughs> Disempathy. <laughs> I think empathy was the word I was looking for. Empathy is when you do understand and care about the person. But it's like lack of it. Lack of empathy. Also known as disempathy. <laughs> So, Survivor. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is a Survivor podcast, uh, contrary to popular belief. Can you not tell? <laughs> um, so, we every week we watch Survivor and we talk about it, and um, we uh, do a draft at the beginning of the year, and we all pick who we think is going to win, and... Um, that That's, I think, maybe why Quinn and Lauren are so mad at me. That would be correct. Yeah, we're, 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 both, <laughs> we're both down one at this point. Oh, man, and I really thought that things were going differently this week until that very last moment. I really, I was really excited that Quinn was going to lose two people in a row. Lyrsa's on Tyler's team. Oh, really? I was really excited that Tyler Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was legitimately blindsided. But we'll get to that. <laughs> Hashtag blindsided. Much like Jessica. Yes. But, like, usually for, like, a lot of blindsides, like, I as an audience member isn't fully blindsided. But I really was. Yeah. I I definitely didn't think the vote was going to go the way it ended up going as well. Uh, this episode started off very different than most episodes. Um, because it just... Started with us jumping back and forth from camps and just watching it rain for a while. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. I legitimately think it was like the worst it's ever been since they gave them like the fire starting and tarps afterwards. Like it had to have been terrible. Yeah, for them to have like actually done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think I can never tell a survivor because sometimes they do a reward challenge and immunity challenge, and sometimes they just do one challenge for both do you think that they um 
canceled a challenge because of this weather, or do you think it was a coincidence? Because I feel like early on they usually do two challenges, but I could be I, wrong. Usually in the first few episodes, it's one challenge with reward combined, just so they can spend more time, like, getting to know all the characters. Getting to know each other? Yeah. But you could tell it's bad because they gave them supplies. Yeah. Yeah, they did give them stuff at the at the very beginning. And it's so bad that Jeff informs them eventually when they do end up arriving uh, for the challenge, Jeff informs them that it was a cyclone that they were in the middle of. Yeah, that's insane. That's just I, horrible to have to live through. Mm-hmm. What's a... What's the difference between, like, a cyclone, a monsoon, a hurricane, a tropical storm, a tropical depression? I don't know. Well, I I think uh, a monsoon is, like, some kind of drink. A cyclone's a roller coaster. And a tropical, tropical depression's when you go to Hawaii and you think it's going to solve your problems, but it doesn't. <laughs> Thank you, I thought... I needed that clarity. <laughs> that really clears things up. <laughs> Is that why um, my parents keep so... coming to Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, this, I think the first thing we see after, we see we see them getting rained on, uh, we see that they get um, a letter and some supplies from Jeff saying this will help. This is a tarp and some fire making stuff so that you guys can get things going because it's really bad right now i believe one of the tribes uses the letter from jeff as <laughs> to start the fire <laughs> really yeah yeah i did not notice that detail that's because so they funny. had a, they had a little parchment paper yeah you think it was the letter from jeff that they were using that's to hilarious start the fire um and then after that i believe we see um christian and nick form their alliance yes. and well, it well, started this is, something that I really in. Well, this Go is ahead. after um, we found out that for sure that they all were going to vote out Nick that week before. Yeah, they made it pretty clear. And like Nick, and oh, Nick yeah. very well knew about that. It is fun. Up. You don't. Yeah, you don't usually get that kind of detail from the show. Honestly, where like the next week you get in some like insight into how things would have gone down because. Like, if this had gone to Tribal, we probably would have gotten them saying something. But it was really interesting to hear everybody say, yeah, we were all going to vote for Nick. Yeah. Like, it was a it was a done deal, and we just didn't get the vote, which is That's interesting. what I love about Survivor, is that it's such, like, a sprint that one week you can be going home, and then the next week you You're can like, be the decision maker. Right. Yeah, he literally did decide the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Quite literally. With the yeah. Mason Dixon line. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to talk about. So, uh, Nick, this is since this is the second week in a row that this has happened, there is something that is um, a pattern has emerged in which whenever Nick forms an alliance with somebody, he has to go up a name for it. And it's the funniest shit on Survivor I've seen. I love it. I'm so nervous that he's going to like slip up and call one of them the wrong alliance name. (laughs) It's making me really nervous. Oh no. Now what was the alliance from last week? Inbreds. Thoroughbreds. That's a, that's a better, that's a better one. Um, do any of you guys really quick? Because I did want to ask you guys this: 
Is can you think of a better nickname for Nick and Christian than Mason Dixon? For Nick and Christian. Nickshin. <laughs> Chick. Nickshin. Down by the creek. <laughs> oh, I like Chick. Um, Wait, nope. That's not how Christian spells. <laughs> I like d- down by the creek. It'd be, it would be creek. Creek. <clears throat> <laughs> um trick so yeah I, I am a big i'm a big <laughs> i'm a big fan of this uh this going on and i hope every episode he forms a new alliance <laughs> and creates a new nickname i want him to have an alliance with every single member of his tribe and have a different name for all of them It'll be bad uh, for his game, but I will. <laughs> we just want more names. <laughs> it would be bad for his game, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, also, I think uh, is Davies on the the David campus, yep, one, right? And with Christian, Nick. he went searching and found the hidden immunity idol. Yeah, so we all got that wrong. Mm-hmm. He like was a non-factor yeah. last episode, um, right. and really this episode, despite having an idol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I love my favorite part of this episode specifically. I keep saying that, so I guess that's not necessarily <laughs> true because apparently I had a lot of favorite parts of this episode. But one of my favorite episodes is how at tribal council, right before uh, he reads the votes, he goes, "If anybody has a hidden immunity idol," and the camera looks at like zooms in on Dave like he's Davey like he's gonna fucking do something <laughs> it's like why would Davey have anything like he has in, in no way shape or form has anything to do with this vote why would Davey play his idol it would have made me laugh so hard if he did <laughs> but no I will say there is one thing that is legitimately my favorite part of this episode and we will fucking get to that for sure my my person um, i loved it when davy's opening line when for his idol hunt he is he goes well last week i caught the octopus and that made people pretty happy <laughs> <laughs> and, like he could tell that we we skipped over it too much like L- lauren brought it up briefly but like the people wanted to hear about the octopus i my favorite part is, and I did go back to listen to the episode, and just for corrections uh, department uh, reasonings, I will say that Lauren did bring up the fact that David got an octopus, and then, like, five minutes later, I said, oh, David got an I octopus, before, or Davey got an octopus, we forgot to bring <laughs> that up. And Lauren, like, Lauren, yo, Lauren said I did, and I said I didn't hear you, but I did go back and listen to the episode, and she did indeed <laughs> bring that up before I brought just it up. proof that Tyler doesn't listen to a word that I say. You're a regular Beyonce in Dream Girls. <laughs> and he's your Eddie Murphy. Is that weird? A little. <laughs> so, uh, Dan and Kara are obvious. Who? Carl and who? Dan and Kara. Oh, Dan and Kara's mm-hmm. very obvious. It, it made, I liked the, like... I thought he said... I thought Lauren said Dan and Carl. I'll be honest. This, I think the audio cut out, and I was like, I must have missed the part when Dan and Carl <laughs> met each other <laughs> somewhere on a different island and formed an alliance. Dan and Carl <laughs> literally need to stop flirting. It's getting too much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you... Again, I don't know if you're doing a bit. Did you say Dan and Carl again? <laughs> I said, I said Carl. 
as a joke. <laughs> okay, okay, good. I <laughs> because I wasn't sure, if, like at that point I wasn't sure if I was just doing things or not. Yeah, Dan and Kara are being very obvious with each other. Dan and Carl also... They're keeping their romance There's under, definitely something there. Wraps. I think we can all agree. Yeah. I, I liked the, like, um, all-girls alliance that, um... Not all-girls, but, like, the core alliance of Kara, Natalia, and Angelina? I think. Yeah, yeah Angelina. Where their sole alliance relies on, like, them tricking the boys to do what they want. No, see, actually, I really liked it. Yeah, they... I they, know, they, I love they, it. They, Because yeah. it's, um... It reminded me a lot of uh, the most successful alliance in Big Brother history, the Brigade, Level where six. it was a uh, core alliance of <laughs> uh, four, and they each brought in like an auxiliary member to help them with voting, and then but they were just loyal to each other and like were able to cut the auxiliary members uh, when needed, and so like it was really reminding me of that, and they're like one of the best alliances of all time, so I will be interested to see how that plays out i like that this reliance like i agree (laughs) i like that this alliance relies on the boys just finding them hot this whole time i i i also agree i think this alliance is really fun there was something really cool like for one i do like the three guys that are getting um tied up in this Mm -hmm. secret girl alliance little do they know so to me i was like hell yeah let's yeah, let's have this other people create an alliance and and get these three dragged along for the ride until they're all uh, eliminated at the last minute, and it'll Wait, be so very is it fun. Cara, um, Cara and Dan, to watch. Alec and Angelina, Angelina or Natalia. Alex, know. not Alec. And then John Morrison. Oh, it is Alec. Yeah. My bad. I it was Little Alex. do they know, John Morrison forget is that? only loyal to one woman, and her name is Natalie. <laughs> no um so i'm sorry quinn to say this mm-hmm. but uh natalie is very bad at survivor uh, an interesting viewpoint and <laughs> because on this episode she's done this specific thing twice she has found out that somebody has a target on their back and instead of like using that to advantage she just tells them and, like, gives them a heads up. So instead of, like, early on in the game, somebody getting blindsided because they didn't realize they'd made enemies at camp, she just lets them know. And it doesn't seem like it's, str- it's strategy. It seems like she's just bitchy and likes to cause drama. <laughs> I would argue that's so far is her only good <laughs> point of the game. Is... She's a messy bitch who loves drama. Is <laughs> it... <laughs> that she is, like, trying to tell people that? Because I think... I agree. She's not playing the best, but that's not why we love her. Um, you? <laughs> when I, when I say we, the, I the mean royal we. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other, the other thing that she does, like, and when she is told that she has a target on her back, she made it worse. Okay, um, I argue she's still just in the same bad spot. Didn't make it worse. I think she just like where. Everyone was like, hey, we want to get Natalie out. And then she did all that, and they are like, okay, well, we, we, we want to get Natalie out. Yeah, nothing changed. She's in the same spot. They're just like, the people who were questioning it fully confirmed that they're going to vote. It To me, and, and this is the, the, the tough part about it, well, not 
not for you, Quinn. This is a good thing for you. I don't see the the Goliath tribe losing anytime soon, um, and that's a problem for me as somebody who wants to see Natalie get eliminated <laughs> because um, I don't know what happens if she keeps she like sticks around so much uh, okay. longer. Just like in, I I usually don't like trying to like predict the edit or whatever. But I feel like she's being made way too big of a character to get cut soon. Um. I don't know. It just would feel strange to me. I, I don't know. I would like to see her get cut soon. Do you guys not like good TV? Would you rather have a- Alex sit there and say nothing? Yeah. Who Who's Allison? I don't know. Like, enjoy. Enjoy what you get. You don't know what you got till it's gone. I guess that's right about... that. I definitely felt that way about Bradley. See? I, I loved to hate him. Yeah, but Lauren, you don't know what you have with Natalie till she's gone. I think I felt the same way about Bradley, where, like, I really loved to hate him last season because he was just, like, so annoying and, like, just complained about everything. And I do... I think I missed out on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, once Bradley was gone, people started hating Kellen for trying to play the game, which okay, no, was absurd. We're not gonna we're not gonna support Kellen. Ah, uh, whatever. I'm not I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> there's also something I want to talk about real quick, where there's a moment where Jeremy and Mike were fishing, and <laughs> Jeremy handed Mike the fishing pole. And he was like, be careful with that. He was like, but don't stab your foot. And he had to, like, pull it over because Mike was, like, a centimeter away from stabbing himself in the foot <laughs> with, with the, the pole. Uh, we love, we, I still love Mike White, everything was, he does. And it was just so funny because Jeremy was like, am I bossy? I gotta work on that. <laughs> I also loved how they caught, um, was it, it was Davey, like, in the water naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they found Dan's idol, because Dan is a fucking idiot. Oh my god, that was crazy to me that that even happened. We already have a contender for, like, dumbest move of the season, and it's leaving your idol in, on, in your jacket pocket in the middle of everything. Like, not even, like, a, like, a, even a breast pocket with a button, I think, would be more subtle. Yeah. Like, because you, you check the side pockets first, and so it was real easy for Jeremy to find out of. He found it so quickly. But that's the other reason I think Natalie is going to stay longer than you think, is because I think people are going to rebel against Dan's idol before Natalie. Yeah, they're going to want to try and get rid of him. Because I think the other part of the alliance, because only Natalia and Carl, (laughs) Kara, know about it. (laughs) So I think um, if other people find out, Especially in this alliance, so especially Angelina, they might get feelings hurt in a way that will lead to them being voted out. Yeah. So, just already quick contender for a dumbest move of the season. For sure. And <laughs> Although, another dumb move was that one point where Christian needed help getting his own shirt off. That was funny. That made me laugh. But I also still love everything Christian says. Will you at least admit, look me in the eyes and admit to me you were wrong about Christian? 
Uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> God, he's in control of the David tribe. Hey, mommy. A, a cat just entered, and now Lauren has found her candle for the I have episode. a lot of things Sorry. to say. <laughs> we had to just keep talking. Yeah, and it still might be a little bit noisy, because I, I, moved, I moved into a completely different room, room? for the time being, and... Yeah. The, the normal room. What are you wearing? The room. What are you wearing? The same things. <laughs> the same clothes I was wearing before. <laughs> we need to go back a little bit because I caught some of what you were saying. But I, I really need to bring up one of the things about this, which is that um, <laughs> Jeremy is becoming one of my favorite characters on this season of Survivor. And this episode alone was a tour de force for him. And he was the one, I believe, who was naked oh, in, was the, in the... Um, yeah, it wasn't Davey. I'm pretty sure it was Jeremy. I thought it was during his idol, Davey's idol hunt segment. Uh, don't think it was. So let me find out. But I'm going to watch the episode back and make sure it was Jeremy. But it wasn't during the hunt. It was like they were just all sitting around the camp and he was just naked in the water. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. But Jeremy is becoming one of my favorite characters. There, he did have a couple of great moments. And I think since we're talking about the Natalie of it all, I think we could bring up maybe... One of my favorite Survivor moments uh, of all time. It's up there with um, <laughs> the t- <laughs> the time that Wendell was talking about how bad Chris's raps were. <laughs> um, and it was a moment in which Natalie was in the process of self-destructing on the Goliath camp. Oh, yes. And Jeremy says to her, basically, hey... Stop doing this. Uh, you don't <laughs> realize how you're coming like, across to people. <laughs> yeah, you seem really... You already seem bad, and you're making it worse. And I'm black also, and I don't want you to get eliminated. We can work together. And I forget what is... Lauren, did you write down specifically what it is that he said that caused this? Because it was, it was absolutely all-time one of my favorite moments of all time. And it's entirely... Um, Due to the incredible direction of whoever was operating the camera at the time, he said. Do you know exactly what he said, Lord? Did you write it down? down? He said something like, "You're equating ideas to actions. Like having an idea, you're equating." That's it. That is it. It is the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen because Jeremy says you're equating ideas with action. And the camera operator whip zooms into her face for her to blow the fuck up. And it is the funniest shit <laughs> I've ever you seen. You know that cameraman was like, oh, I know this is about to be good. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman was like, holy shit, yes. <laughs> and just whips away from the two shot and zooms and like... Like, tilts the camera into Natalie's face just in time for her to go off on Jeremy. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And that cameraman does not make enough money. <laughs> Whatever they're paying him, he needs so much more. Because he read the moment, knew that what Jeremy had said was exactly the right thing, and just nailed the perfect shot. My, my favorite moment was just after, when in confessional Jeremy's like, she's had a husband for 24 years, she doesn't need to change herself. <laughs> but... God, that is so funny. And I, and I believe it is the conversation with Jeremy. That's why Jeremy is becoming one of my favorites. Because he had a couple of really great moments this week. And that no, was I one agree. Of them. I, did, I did enjoy him a lot in this episode. Uh, so yeah, that was great. That moment's so good. But yeah, Natalie, like, she is 
not endearing herself to the other people in the tribe at all. That's clear. But for whatever reason, uh, our boy, uh, the the Wednesday Night Delight, was like, I need to strike up an alliance with that. He Natalie. just gets it. He understands He's me. the He's the Quinn of the Goliath group. <laughs> I just can't imagine how this is going to work out for him. If Quinn was on a tribe with Natalie, he would immediately do the same thing. I would latch on and never let go. <laughs> You would avenge her untimely departure from the show. It would be a great storyline. <laughs> My re- um, re- yeah. revenge for Natalie. <laughs> I think that th- that is a very interesting point, because we and Lauren were talking about this, because we were joking watching the episode, and we were like, God, we hate Natalie so much, and we know Quinn is loving every moment of this. And this this is making Quinn love Natalie more, and that's what's <laughs> different between us. And I think, like you said... I think you like you like better TV, and I think me and Lauren like put ourselves on that island and think, Jesus Christ, if we have to talk to this lady for even another day, we're gonna go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the same thing with Bradley. Like whenever I listened to Bradley talk, I was like, I hate this guy so much. Please go away forever. <laughs> See, I had the same thought, but I was like, please stay forever. Oh, not forever. Long enough for me to be entertained. Not until you get stale. I do think that she's got, like I said, she's she's got definitely a couple more weeks in her because the Goliath tribe have to lose for whatever reason. And as soon as that happens, I think we'll, uh, things will change. But until then, uh, Mm -hmm. she is uh, safe. But I do think that if Goliath loses in the near future that she will probably get eliminated. Because I think it's an easy vote at this point. Yeah. Speaking of losing, I don't know how anybody won this immunity challenge. It looked so hard. Um, apparently was this so was difficult. like a, an insanely hot day, and it was, um, me and Lauren were talking about how, like, not only, like, is this season mostly balanced between, like, smart stuff and physical stuff, although... Again, I don't think the David tribe has either physical or, like, really brains on their side. And the Goliaths, like, do have some smart people on their tribe. Yeah, the Goliath team is is obviously the stronger physically, but they're also, like, they're not stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they're, but, and the funniest thing to me is that, like, when we were watching this, I don't remember if it was our mom or Lauren, I think it was our mom who said it, but she was like, it's really insane how much of a disadvantage the Davids are at. And I was like, I mean, that is kind of the point. point. (laughs) I I will blame them partially because for like the first latter part, at least it, they picked like the shortest woman on the tribe, which was, yeah. Why did they, let's, let's unpack that. Why did they decide to have B climb that ladder? Cause that was crazy. I think it was just cause she's the strongest, but like, you needed someone tall for that. Yeah. That would yeah. have been the better choice. Like, let me think. Who is on the David tribe that who could, that could have done that instead of... Uh, probably Nick. I would have... I would have, I would have probably Nick picked or... Nick, too. Davey, even? Even any of the other girls. Davey... I wouldn't trust Davey with it. I don't think Davey would, would succeed there. But I do think Nick or... Um, even, like, Elizabeth, maybe? Gabby. Gabby still seems like she's Gabby pretty seems short. Yeah, but like if, when you think about it, though, like I can't think. There's not like one like strong, young, ripped guy 
on the Davids, but there's like four on no, the Goliaths. Nick is the closest thing they have to a jock, <laughs> which is what we were talking about. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like hard, but even then, like that puzzle was very difficult. And it, and like the puzzle wasn't just a puzzle; it was like a puzzle that had to do with a lot of strength too, which made it so, like exponentially harder for the Davids to catch up to the Goliaths. Mm-hmm. And they were already behind. Like it was, it was rough for everybody involved. Yeah, the time cut said like it went on for an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah, this would not be a fun challenge. Yeah. Although Lauren thinks that Alec uh, has been practicing weird things just in case yeah. they're opening challenge things that need to be done. Yeah. Because she thinks so he, he was that, a little too good that, at that ladder thing. He was really good <laughs> at the ladder thing. So we know that he's he's definitely. Um, practiced the digging under a log in the sand <laughs> and he definitely practiced cli- like climbing a ladder with, with only two runs with two runs <laughs> and it paid off it really did he's carrying this team on his back but not with his words because <laughs> i don't know what his voice sounds like and he has an accent oh wait, no it's alec i was thinking of nick <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I don't know what his voice sounds like. Um, so the challenge ends. The Goliaths win. Uh, I, you know what? Is it? Am I crazy or did Christian seem like he was uh, more confident this week? Is it because he has an alliance? You think? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I think he definitely he knows, felt very comfortable at tribal. I think he knows he's like the main guy on his tribe right now. Really, votes yeah. wise. Yeah, like I, I think. Carl is now kind of off on his own, right? Carl yeah. basically tried to become the leader and uh, it bit him in the ass because Nick and Christian decided to vote with uh, who? Uh, Gabby and... and was, wait, was Gabby in that? Who did Gabby vote for? Gabby voted for um, Jessica. I forgot her name for a second. So, it who... Oh, wait, I think I have the vote breakdown here. Yeah, so, it was um, B, yeah. Jessica, um, Carl for, I, for what, Larissa. And Davey for Lyrsa. Oh, I'm literally Lirsa. looking at... I was looking at Lauren, but it was on my computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth, Gabby, Christian, and Nick voted for Jessica. Correct. So yeah, that um, that's interesting. I And the fun thing is, I think lines were drawn in that vote. Usually, even with the first vote in a game, I don't really think that lines are drawn like this as well. It's usually like it is like an easy vote. Like it's like, okay, we all agree we don't like this person or something. Let's get rid of them. Or they, we all agree that this person's weak. Let's get rid of them. This didn't feel as much as it was a let's vote out somebody weak and they were trying to decide who the weak person is. This very much felt like a... We're going to go Carl Carl and the gang. I don't think they had anything against Larissa. They just felt that that was the smartest move. Whereas um, everybody else was like, fuck Carl. We're getting rid of Jessica instead. Because we think that she's got too much power. Yeah, I I do have to admit I was wrong because I can. <laughs> I looked deeply into Lauren. Shocking. As I said that. <laughs> um, but... Elizabeth and Lyrsa are here to game in a big yeah, they way. Are. They are. 
Well, they weren't the ones who came up with this idea, though. It was Gabby. I think we underestimated both Elizabeth and Larissa a little bit in our voting. I especially think I underestimated Elizabeth because she seems like she's much better than I thought she was going to be. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I thought I thought she was going to, especially. I think you know what was the big the big thing that uh, we all really didn't care for was how many pet peeves she had, and we were like, oh no, she's <laughs> going to be really annoying and. Not work with anybody, but it doesn't seem like that's been an issue. But what you were saying, Lauren, that I, I don't think it was Gabby. Or I mean, Gabby helped get Chris and Nick's Gabby, vote. Gabby was the one who kind of like gave like got the idea out there to do something. Mm. But I I would say it's less Gabby being a gamer and more Gabby being completely paranoid. And and like, but yeah. but if Gabby doesn't say anything, it like does this? It happen? would never have happened. If she doesn't yeah. go to Christian and Nick and figure this out, does it happen? I don't... Maybe? I don't know. I don't think so. Who do you think's in control now on the uh, the David tribe? I think it's Christian and Nick. Yeah, it's definitely Christian and Nick. Yeah, I think so too. Because they were the ones who decided to get her out. But do you but do you think everybody thinks Christian and Nick are in, are in control? Or do you think that they're kind of doing it from the sidelines? I think, no, I think nobody thinks someone's in control. But... Nick and Christian are in control, which is the best kind of control you can have. Yeah, it's when no one knows you have it. That's what everybody wants. And I think that it's what... uh, I kind of think Wendell and uh, Dom created before it became obvious. But then by the time it was obvious, it was too late to change anything. Mm -hmm. Like, they were kind of already running the game by the time everybody figured it out. And nobody could really do anything about it. But this is still early enough that I think people could figure it out and stop it. But as of right now, they are they seem like they're they're doing a good job of like controlling the outcome while not actually having the target on their back of seeming like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. But I I thought this was a really great blind side because I took that whole that whole explanation of why Jessica might go home. I was taking it at face value because I felt like it was just them trying to provide another option just so there would be some sort of drama at Tribal Council and wasn't obvious. So I was really shot knocked mm-hmm. when it actually happened. Yeah, especially, like, the Tribal Council, when they were talking about it, it definitely made it seem like they were going to keep with voting with Lyrsa because they kept talking about, like, oh, the strongest... Mm-hmm. They were, like, to vote out the weakest member or whatever. Like, they were still saying that... <laughs> It also felt like, like, we talked about this a little bit, but it also felt like they just arbitrarily decided that Larissa was the weakest. Because there's, like, six or seven people, pretty much the entire tribe. You can make the argument that any one of them was the weakest person on that tribe. Yeah, technically... Like, it wasn't necessarily her. Technically, B performed the worst in that challenge. Even though we know she's yeah. strong. Right. Yeah. So I I think that that's that was one of the reasons why I think if I had to guess why these everybody decided it was it was a good idea to get rid of Jessica I think the thought process was well Jessica's not that like again she's like everybody else like a potentially weak player and Carl and Jessica seem to be going after Larissa for no reason because there's nothing that really indicates that she's the worst person of the people who've been in challenges she's one of the people who one one of the the only challenges that they won she was one of the participants in so there's no logical reason to think that she needs to be voted out 
I think it was something that, like, Quinn said in the first episode was, like, just literally having purple hair made her, like, more Stand noticeable out. to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that might and, be it. Yeah, just, like, something so stupid as, like, being, like, standing out from everybody else. That's uh, honestly what can do you in the first few episodes of the show. Yeah, you don't really want to stand out. You just kind of want to fade into the background early on. But I am glad some people voted for her, because we got a great misspelling of the name Lyrsa, <laughs> what I think would be pronounced as Lyrica. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like on the count R-E-C-A. <laughs> on the count of three, let's all say who we think wrote that uh, vote. They showed us. One. Yeah, yeah, they showed oh, us. damn it. It was Davy. Was it Davy? Yeah, yeah, damn it. I was going to say Davy. I didn't remember, but I was gonna, I was hoping we would all say Davy on the count of three. <laughs> Sorry for ruining it for you. Um, but yeah, this was this was a good blind side and I especially but with the exception that I I figured out it was going to be a blind side because of the way Jeff was reading the votes because why would he if it was going to be Larissa, why would it be Larissa, Larissa, Jessica, Jessica, Larissa, Larissa, Jessica. Like, the way he read the votes, it was like, I realized, oh, Jessica's going home. Because it wouldn't make sense for all of a sudden the votes to be tied after Larissa definitely had more votes than Larissa goes home anyways. That's a weird See, I, way to read the votes. I, I loved the vote read, because they usually just do one back, one forth, one back, forth. I like that they doubled it up while there were still, like, votes for the other person, because it did surprise me. Right, because yeah, you like, really I could tell. Didn't know how it was going to go. The only reason why I, I was able to like pick up on it because I was like, it doesn't logically make sense for him to have read the votes this way if it was going to end up being Larissa anyways. Because then it was like, then why did we? Why did you even bother doing that? Um, well, the, the, so I the knew that they, it had to be something surprising. The way they normally read the votes, it would have like just been believable that only Lyrsa and Elizabeth voted for Jessica. Like, um. So he read it, Lyrsa, Jessica, Lyrsa, Jessica, Lyrsa, Lyrsa. So in that scenario, it's believable that for just before the next Jessica vote was read, it was believable that only Lyrsa and Elizabeth were the Jessica votes, and then everyone else just voted for Lyrsa, because yeah, Jess exactly. always reads it the other way. So I fell for it. That's what I mean. But, it, but, it, but as soon as the next vote was Jessica, I went... Oh, he's fucking with us. Jessica's yeah. going home. Yeah, and, and that I'm was but I it like was that. it was really fun though. It was a fun way to to change the votes up and and fuck with everybody. It was I, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying that I was able to pick up that it was gonna be, it was going a different direction just because like it, it wouldn't have made sense if, for him to go out of his way to say that Larissa was getting voted out. Yeah, that that's when I figured out it too. But I was like really shocked by it. We forgot to talk about. My absolute favorite moment of the episode. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. So let's jump back in. Let's t tell us what your favorite part was. So it's when um, Gabby was in the middle of her panic attack about being the next to go after Lyrsa. And she's sitting with Christian on the beach. And she goes, Christian, do you want to play with me? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was another great moment. I almost forgot. <laughs> and then Christian goes, like... In, in the, the sand. sand. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. Like, because she's like, she's like drawing in the sand, she's like, like having an existential crying. crisis. Yeah. And then she's like Christian's just like, deeply anxious. Do you want in the sand? 
Oh my god, it was so funny. That was a great moment. They I'm also so were happy sitting like so close to each other. Like I, I, they're Captain a very Gold. cute couple. Not, I do. I gotta ask, who is the cuter couple? Okay, is it Gabby and Christian, or is it Dan and Carl? <laughs> Dan and Carl. Uh, in my opinion, <laughs> it's um, John Morrison and Natalie. <laughs> it's all subjective. <laughs> um, speaking of Dan, really quick though, I just want to say that I did turn to Lauren at one point and say, "I'm really glad that I decided to let you vote first because I definitely would have picked Dan for my team, and I do not think Dan is going to last very long in this game no, he's after really this week." Not, this he's really, really not good for Dan. Would you say you were hoisted by your own petard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank. I'm glad you brought this up. Because I want to start talking about that line all the time on this show. And Lauren, I brought it up to Lauren and she was really not having it. <laughs> I get, from her but physical I, but I wanted reaction us, just now, yeah, I can tell she, she does not, not care for it. But, I, but Quinn, I wanted to have a segment every week where we talk about who we think hoisted themselves on their own petard. <laughs> that was absolute. Dan was the hoister today. Uh, this yeah, week. Dan, for, for sure, Dan hoisted himself for sure this time. <laughs> I know Lauren hates this so much. <laughs> I'm just not going to say anything. Th- this will be like Quinn and Tyler's corner. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we'll have our own segment every week where we do that. But I edit it. Um, I can just... <laughs> no! And then we can have our own, like, fuck Tyler section. <laughs> so let's let's bring back... I can't think of any other good moments in this episode. I think we covered everything that we wanted to talk about. I, I, um, I really liked it overall. It was like a really fun, funny episode with a good blindside. There was side a the lot end. of, there was a yeah. This was a good episode because you got a lot of like, like I said, very funny moments. Nick again naming his alliance with somebody, which I love. Um, the the do you want to play with me line. Uh, Jeremy naked in the in the water. Uh, <laughs> Davy saying, "I got I got the octopus last week, which was pretty cool." <laughs> and um, the and of course the Natalie whip pan zoom <laughs> moment, which is my favorite Survivor thing that's ever happened. Uh, so a lot of good stuff this week. Uh, and then and and of course topped off of a very good blindside. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's bring back something that we forgot that we did last year, I think, last week. Um, and that is, we're, we're going to go right into the prediction segment. We're going to start with this one for next week where we all make predictions. Next week's title of the episode is, oh, yeah. okay. I I Am Goliath Strong. Natalie. Who? Who? Do, yeah. <laughs> Lauren jumping ahead a little bit of the question. Who do we think is going to say it? (laughs) Um, I'm going to go wild card and say it's going to come from the mouth of Christian. Whoa! Interesting choice. (laughs) Uh, I am going to go ahead and say... Wait, hold on. Before I do that, in what scenario do you think he would say that? What do you, like, what do you think in your head would be the most likely reason why he would say that? Uh, like Jeff, it's like going to be like a f- strength based reward challenge, and Jeff is going to reference Christian in some way, and Christian will be like, "I'm Goliath strong." 
Ooh, I like that. That is an interesting Yeah, scenario. I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. It's well done. Um, I think for some reason, and again, I think it's because we see these two as maybe on the outs based on what we saw this week. For some reason, I think John Morrison's going to say it. That was my backup guess. I don't know why. It just it seems like something he would say. And it, and it could and, be the same reason why Christian would say it. Because he is Goliath Strong. <laughs> it's, you put Christian on John Morrison's shoulders and you have a super person. <laughs> you, honestly, you kind of do. Um, Alright. Lauren, give me a... I'm saying Natalie just because... Uh, That's it, just because... She has because... to prove herself? <laughs> I feel she's going to say it. Um, no, I think she has gonna... to prove herself. Yeah, I think she. I think it'll be like she's gonna say that she is strong with, with the tribe, and that you know. They shouldn't get her out because of it. It's like Navidi strong, except in Natalie, it's just she's saying Goliath strong, but it's just her. Who do you think's gonna get eliminated next week? I'm gonna say Natalie again. I'm gonna say Dan again, because <laughs> I think his, his idol's gonna cause him trouble. You mean Davey? Oh, no, no Dan. Man. Dan also has an alliance. Did we? Oh, holy shit. We, you guys may have discussed... I think you guys discussed this when I was off mic, but I forgot about how his idol's been discovered already. So yeah. you're right. It, it might be Dan. Dan and Natalie, I think, are probably the two best choices. I'm going to say Carl. Yeah, there's the entire... That is also tribes, a very good choice. Which is probably a choice. I would make the argument that... Of the people who voted for Jessica this week, I think they all thought that was the move. So that's why they all voted for it. Carl seems like the only one who that vote targets because it was basically him and Jessica kind of leading the charge. I don't think uh, B or Davey are going to be like, no, I got to stick with Carl. You know what I mean? I think that they're very much open to joining the rest of the group and getting rid of Carl. So I think that, I think we have stumbled upon the three most likely people to get eliminated. I think they definitely need B and Davey in terms of challenges. Like Jessica, like it's not, it's not that she was like, they're cutting their strongest person. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I was sad to see Jessica Uh, go because I was excited for what she might have brought to the table. I did too. I liked her a lot. Yeah, it was it was interesting and but it was fun to watch her get blindsided. And it was also fun when she said that she was hashtag blindsided. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a hash if I'm on Survivor hashtagging every confessional. That would oh my god, yes, one hundred percent. You have to. Every time. You just gotta be like Because <laughs> you gotta try to get those hashtags. You gotta get those hashtags to, to show up on screen. Because my favorite thing about Survivor is how those hashtags aren't even designed to be trending topics. I've been they just like putting hashtags on by screen. My own retard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, Lauren, uh, do we have any other predictions that you want to bring up this week? I don't have any. All right. Hey, hey, Quinn. Yeah. Hey, Quinn, who do you think is going to get hoisted by their own batard this week? <laughs> I believe... Um, I'm not writing this one down. <laughs> the, the person who's batard is most likely to be hoisted. 
by themselves <laughs> is Ooh, um interesting. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll say Natalie. She probably will. Natalie. I don't know who else. I, I, well, I'll do the. I'll do the opposite. This shouldn't be too hard to remember if Lauren does not decide not to write it down. I'm gonna say Dan. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and me both got bad vibes for Natalie and Dan this week. <laughs> it's it's the, uh, unless they don't go to tribal council, which is a there is a likely chance that won't happen. Um, they're in trouble. Do you think the that a vote could come down like between the two of them? Like, do you think that's a possibility? I re- I I do. I because I don't I don't see John Morrison ever voting Natalie out really. And, like, with the idol, I think Jeremy and Mike are nervous. So I think there's enough brewing to really put Dan in danger. And then, and then uh, Alec Lauren... and Kara can develop their relationship. <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah, that's that's the way out. We were like, why is Dan and Kara so tight, but Kara and Alec are friends? I think maybe Dan goes home early and uh, Kara jumps into Alex's arm. I like uh, how this Lauren, you... season is mirroring... Um, Ghost Island in a lot of ways. You got like the purple and orange tribes with the orange tribe just taking mm-hmm. losses and like on the purple tribe you have the queen of being absolutely silent and not saying a single word in Allison. She got hit by a wave she... or something this Chelsea. week. Oh yeah. Uh, I, who knows? I didn't see her face. I thought that was Angelina who was nothing. No, she had that little girl power oh, yeah. alliance. Yeah, the Grove Power Lounge. Um, Lauren, who do you think is getting hosted by their own petard this week? I told you, I'm not doing it. It looks like oh, Lauren man. is. I was, hoping, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was hoping I was gonna trick her into doing it. How? Um, Simple mind games. By, 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 by just asking you, <laughs> thinking you would answer, because we, we were having fun. <laughs> Um, Are you not having all right. fun, Lauren? No, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, on Tinder. Another, another week of Lauren talking. That makes sense. It's another week of, of Lauren being bored. It you know, Lauren, like that's really in my face. that's really insensitive to the other uh, host on this podcast who can't be on Tinder during it. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. You can know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got anything else we want to say this week before we wrap this episode up? Just, uh, Tyler, I want to know something. Yes. Do you want to play with me? <laughs> like in the sand? 